Hey, everybody, welcome back to Sports Entertainment and Extra Sheet. It's your boy, Siege. We are coming back, finally. It's been a long time coming. We had a few things going on. But first, let me introduce my man, E. Carter. What's good, E? What's happening, brother? It's good. Good to be back on the show, man. Back on the C Podcast, Sports Entertainment and Extra Shit, man. It's, it's been a long time coming, but like you said, we have some things to work out. And now we back. Yes, sir. Back, back, back for all of your sports, your entertainment, and your extra shit. So, man, it's been an interesting week in um, sports entertainment and extra, so we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, We're going to start with the NFL, man. I want to start off with Brady going back home. He won in New England, barely, but he won in New England. Uh, And New England is now one in three. Uh, What do you think about – what what did you take away from that? One, it was a slugfest. I, I will say that it was definitely a slugfest. Um, to me, Brady didn't look GOAT-esque. He looked old-esque to me. I mean, he made a couple of clutch plays, you know what I'm saying, when they counted 22 for 43, 29 yards, zero tug, zero picks. Uh, I mean, a dub is, you know, that's that's how we get down. A win is a win either way you look at it. But it was a good defensive game overall. And to me, honest, uh, what's his name? Mac Jones looked fairly decent in, in a couple of moments. Like, it wasn't – I can't see him being the future right now. But it was definitely a good game. That shot, you know, I, I love a good defensive game. Uh, I love playing in them. I love watching them. As a fan, it gives you like 17 mini heart attacks. But other than that, it's always a good watch. But I think uh, Mac Jones, look, I could see some upside to him. You know what I mean? It gets more stable in the league. So overall, like I said, a win is a win. Uh, I'm really not too impressed with the Buccaneers so far this season. Uh, but yeah, yeah, dub is a dub. Yeah, man, I thought this. I thought a lot of the similar things. Tom Brady, was he was he goaded? I mean, he did what Tom Brady does, man. He drove down the field, got him in field goal range for the win. We've seen that time and time again. Uh, my main takeaway was just uh, two things, man. I thought I thought Mac Jones did step up and, and play the game he had to play to put his team in position because their running game was trash. <laughs> New England's running game was trash. And then um, the defense, man, the defense got after Tom Brady, specifically your boy Judah. He was he was getting after it. Uh, <laughs> they made a bunch of they made a bunch of mistakes to shoot themselves in the foot, man. Like running out of bounds for forty yards and then coming back in. Like if you immediately come back in bounds on that play and you make that same hit and you force the ball out, you get the ball back. You don't give Tom Brady a chance to score. So that forty yard running out of bounds that was that was beyond me. And and, and he was a, he's a multiple Pro Bowler um, in, in special teams. As a matter of fact, I do believe. Um, secondly, Levante David, if he does not block that bat that ball down on third and three, we might be talking about a different story right here because because <laughs> he had he had a man wide open, dancing, jumping around, waiting for the ball to come. And I thought he was going to complete it. And I think it was Levante David who um, swatted it down. So that was nasty. And then Bill Belichick not going for it on fourth and three in the rain. I thought that was a little bit, you know, iffy to me. You know me. If you if you can if you got a kicker who can make it, kick it. But unfortunately, in that rain, it just looked a little looked a little 
looking a little tough right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, of course, you know, Tom Brady's history, once he gets you down the field, that kicker, he normally nailed it. So, I mean, it was a pretty, it was a great game. It was a great game overall. The defenses, they, they did what they had to do. Mac Jones, I think he got sacked five times, so he was still throwing under duress doing his thing. Um, but, man, I loved it. I, I enjoyed it. I'm not a fan of either team, but I definitely enjoyed the game. Uh, and I also think uh, um, Richard Sherman to that defense helped out a lot. Yeah, he helped out a lot. The only thing I would say about Richard Sherman is, is he gave up the inside too much, but coming off of the couch, I mean, what else can you expect? <laughs> like, like, he shaded the outside. Everybody come inside, like, whatever. So, so that's what I, that's what I thought Mac Jones had, uh, uh, where he had an opportunity at, too. He took advantage of it for the most part, though. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that's that game. And then um, I got to talk about the Jets getting their first win, man. I, I didn't know what they was going to do this week. I, I didn't really I – didn't, I picked against them, to be honest with you. But, but um, and I actually bet uh, bet on it or whatever. But so they they lost me some money by winning that game. <laughs> so yeah, but what you think about the Jets getting their first dub? I was actually rooting for them. You know, I can't, especially the last couple of years, I can't stand Tennessee. You know what I mean? But you know, we kind of go back and forth, for especially with my team, Baltimore. But I think overall, man. I don't like uh, – what's his name? Zach Wilson. Like, I'm not a fan of that pick, but at the same time, he made a lot of splash plays. Well, not a lot, but he made enough splash plays to put him in a position to win this game. And I can see – like, I don't want to say the same thing, but a lot of these rookies that then came out, these first top picks or first-round picks, he, some of them we expected to hit the, hit the ground running, and a lot of them still look like rookies. Uh, Zach Wilson is one of those rookies to where he's still making mistakes. He he doesn't look like um, a top pick, but then you have certain moments within the game where it's like, okay, if he's making plays like this, this is what you drafted him for. So if he can do some of some of those splash plays that he was hitting, if he hit that on a consistent basis, I can see him being a decent quarterback in the league. Now, is it going to be for the Jets? I don't know. But you know, it was it was a good it was a good game, man. And uh Tannehill on the other other on the other side, to me he choked. To me, he he choked in the big moment. I know you down two receivers. Uh but and Derrick Henry had a quiet hundred plus game. Like usually a hundred plus game, you you putting it on ice. You know what I'm saying? You icing the game out, they can't stop the run. Uh it was that was also a good defensive game, especially uh down the stretch, uh since in the overtime. Both both New York teams got a win, got their first in this week. True, true. They both definitely got their so first I mean, win. shout out to New York, man. About time. <laughs> right. <laughs> to me, man, it, I was I was just surprised at how well the defense played. The linebackers was coming up and you know, meeting people in the hole. You know me, man. I don't like that tiptoeing and the whole stuff when you're on defense. I'm like, if you're going to get burnt, get burnt. You know, don't get burnt guessing. You know what I'm saying? Be confident in what you're about to do. If you think it's going to be a run, go get him. You know what I'm saying? So I look at the game like that. Obviously, you don't want your players getting burnt, but that's the type of guy I am. Like, if I see a ball floating in the air, you know, as a, as a, uh, as a brief corner, <laughs> you know what I mean? If I see it in the air and I think I got a, I think I got a chance to get it, I'm going to die for it. You know what I mean? So I'm looking at people not making that effort, and I'm like, come on, man. 
But um, I will say about Zach Wilson, I'm not a Zach Wilson fan. I wasn't out of college. You know me. <laughs> I, I just don't like Zach Wilson's game. I don't understand why they picked him. I was like, this dude is not the best, not even close to being the best. I see where his athleticism, you know what I'm saying, convulted him up to two. Like he can run a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He can throw it a little bit. I just don't like the dude. I just don't. He just, his game just, you know how you see a quarterback and you just like, ah, you know what I'm saying? That's how it is for me mm-hmm. with him. Um, so, I mean, but he made one throw and I believe this throws to Corey Davis, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yep. I had to go check, but man, that ball right there, when he threw that and it went right in the bucket, I was like, okay, now that's an NFL throw. You know what I mean? Like that can win you some games. That's one of those splash plays that I was talking about. And it was, it was Corey Davis. It was kind of, if I can remember correctly, it was kind of a broken leg, rolled out to the right by the sometimes pointed him up. So not only did he throw the ball on a dime, he's seen the coverage, he's seen the field, like, hey, I need you to, I need you to take off. Like, boom. So when he took off, he locked it and loaded, didn't second guess it. Because you, if you second guess that throw, it's a pick. Right, true. <clears throat> and I think that that, I think that that vaulted him up a little bit, in my opinion, in terms of what I thought he could be. Because when you see those type of throws, it's like, okay, now, now we cooking with some grease right here. But before, man, he just seemed lethargic to me. Like, he didn't know what was going on. And it's like, at least, mm-hmm. at the very least, what I can say about Sam Darnold is, is that you could tell his offensive line was really, really bad. Like, he he would make consistently make some throws or try to make an NFL throw, and he was getting killed. Similar to how, and I'm not comparing him to David Carr, but you know how David Carr was with Houston when he first came in. Like, he had this fantastic college career, one of the top college players ever, in my opinion, if you, you know, pay attention to college. He gets to the NFL, won an expansion team, and his line is horrible, and he fade, fades out the league. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. you see you see those type of talents. And to me, Zach Wilson was not even close. But that that actual um, – that Sam Darnold is what I was getting at. Sam Darnold, you can see those plays through the midst of the three and, three and 13s and, you know, six and 10s and all of that or whatever. You can see that talent there. And you see it this year, even though they didn't really, they played the first team that they played with any talent they lost to. But hey, man, it's still a long season. But Zach Wilson, uh, he wasn't the guy to me. So I was a little impressed with that throw to Corey Davis. And I mean, he's just going to have to be the contender, an AFC contender. So that's that's a one notch on his belt right there. So I'll give it to him on that one. Yeah, I'll give it to him on that one. All right, so now to the meat and potatoes, man. We got to get to our boys, man, our teams, man. And if you uh, listen to the show, uh, before you know that E is a Baltimore Ravens fan, die hard, sure. uh, whole basement riddle with a whole bunch of Ravens stuff. And me, I am a Cleveland Browns fan. And, I, you know, I got to keep some, t- some type of memorabilia near me when I'm doing the sports show, man. You know, different cup, you know, whatever. Whatever it is, it might put a hoodie on t- next time. Tomatoes, but- <laughs> tomatoes. I got, I- it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to be I'm a, I'm a be in my gear next week. Yeah, I might, I might. It depends on what we do, uh, what we do this week. I gotta, you know, make sure I, make sure I keep it, keep it, keep my expectations a little bit moderated there. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, um, I'm gonna talk about our teams and what we thought about our teams. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first, and then I'll comment on your team, and then we can do the Browns after that. So, what did you think about y'all uh, game this week? Well, the game this week was great. It was, uh, to me, it was the most complete we've looked in a while 
So, and overall, uh, as far as how we look at this part of the season, I'm happy with it. Um, if anybody who knows me, you know, we talk, you know, we talk football off air all the time. You know what I mean? Preseason leading up to week one and all of that. Even after all of the injuries and stuff, I still, I don't know if you remember me saying it, but I'm like, if we can get out of this first month of football and come out with a decent record, then we're right, we're right on pace for where we need to be. And this is our, well, we are, we are three and one right now. We're exactly where I expected us to be. Now, did we lose to the team that I expected to lose to? No. I thought we was going to beat uh, Las Vegas in that. And then open the game. I, even though I'm ecstatic that we won, but I, I thought if we was going to fall to anybody in the first couple of games, I thought it was going to be Kansas City, uh, especially missing all the pieces that we was missing. Uh, but, hey, my boys pulled it out on that. Great game, great great win. And then uh, we almost put up in Detroit, kept them boys in it a little bit too long. A couple of receivers had a case of the, uh, of the dropsies, you know what I mean? But, you know, some of those things are kind of expected this early but uh and you know and justin tuck and tuck we trust automat tuck whatever you want to call him uh <laughs> the foot of gold well uh, you know whatever you want to call him uh the gold boot nails us right he uh he nails a 66 yarder for game and it's an nfl record so we've been playing good hard ravens football you know what i'm saying and even the last game i think was the most complete game like we actually for us to be a running team we actually went away from the run a lot in this last game and we let Lamar Jackson do it with his arm uh they were stacking the box and one thing that when we went into the season one thing that we wanted to either do or prove is show that we can stretch this ball down the field so when defenders get to putting eight in the box all right we still we taking these shots downfield like you feel that if you got eight in the box, you you stop Lamar Jackson and you stop the Ravens' offense. No, we still gonna run the ball. And if you load up eight in the box, you sending two, three blitzers off the edge, whatever the case may be. We're gonna have a game plan for it. We're gonna take our shots. We're gonna push it down on those DBs and see if they can make a play and catch up, uh, keep up with our speed. So overall, man, I, I like where we at, man. We got uh, next Monday primetime game. We got the Colts coming up. Uh, I believe the coach did the coach win this past week. Yeah, they beat Miami. Yeah, yeah. So they pulled out that game. And they was in a tight one down the stretch too. If I don't, if I can recall, uh, uh, no, I think they. Beat should, I think they blew their doors. One oh, no, they only won, they only won by ten. Yeah, it was tight. They won. I don't remember that game. They won by. They won by ten though. They ended up winning by uh, twenty-seven to seventeen. I'm about to say, I know I know they had some tight moments, but I know they kind of pulled away a little bit at the end. I was thinking about Buffalo 40, Donut, yeah, and 18. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just feel like that should be a game. <laughs> but uh, I feel like that should be the game to where everything, the whole package fully comes together, and it looks like the whole package on the field. So perfect time to show out, prime time. Um, a team that's really not that good, but they're coming off a win. It's, it's time to – and we got a couple of pieces coming back as well. So we got uh, Bateman coming back. We got Miles Boykin. I think they're both eligible to be active and play for this game coming up. So it's a good look to see them, see how they're going to get fit into the offense. 
Um, it's another week with Le'Veon Bell, so maybe he can get he got another week to get a little bit more comfortable on the offense. Uh, everything out, we just I, we look really good defense. We need some we need some work back there, but they definitely look good against Denver. And if we can pick pick that up, pick that same energy up, then we can be back into one of those top ten, top five defenses. Right now, we're like middle of the pack, like top fifteen, top twenty. 21 you know what I mean like there so uh which like I said I kind of expected with some of these injuries that took a lot of a lot of these young boys had to come in and step in and play in big moments and big roles and they're doing a good job man I think the more that they're on the field we got Jimmy Smith back uh that's a good leader in, in that defense and that secondary so him Marlon Humphrey these young boys Chuck Clark uh Deshaun Elliott back starting the starting lineup uh, it's a good secondary back there. It's just about everybody getting jailed together and comfortable in the defense. And our line in the front seven, they they look pretty good to me, look pretty solid. We was looking a little shaky at first in that Denver game, but for some reason they went away from the run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they went, I don't know why they went away from the run. That was crazy to me too. Um, the interesting part, the thing that scared me in this game, and, and you didn't even mention this, and I thought you was, is that. The, the second quarter, y'all scored 17 points. But here's the drives, right? So here's the drives. The first touchdown was eight plays, 75 yards, right? All right. And then that was the Latavius Murray round for the, for the 11 yards, which I told you he would help y'all once y'all got him because um, he was good and with the Saints, and they just was like, well, we don't want to pay you, which, which is mind-boggling to me. But whatever. Um, they suck. But <laughs> – <laughs> I don't really say, but whatever. We'll find out what they are later. We can talk about that another time. But um, the second was four plays, 60 yards. So two back-to-back drives in the second quarter. Y'all had over 130. Y'all had 135 yards to be exact. That was a deep pass to Hollywood. So I said 11 yards for the, for the rush, but 75 yards total, 60 yards, 49 of those was a was a was a was was the bomb was the bomb throw. So it's like. You, you, you see a team and you're like, oh, well, you, you hear all the pundits say, oh, Lamar, when is he going to be able to throw? When is he going to be able to do this? Or he scares us. He scares us with his legs. And you know, you know what I'm saying? But he, he doesn't scare us with his arm. Well, I, I, we have plenty of evidence now to say that he can throw. Every quarterback misses throws. Tom Brady, we call him the GOAT. A lot of people call him the GOAT. And he missed a bunch in the first half against New England. I mean, true, true enough, it was raining, but we've seen Tom play in the snow. We've seen Tom play in the rain, and even he misses throws. So you see, uh, what Lamar's in his what fourth year, fifth fourth year? year, fourth year, fourth. and he and he and he can against a formidable de- defense score a hundred or have hundred and thirty-five yards and two drives on that formidable de- formidable defense. That right there was was impressive to me, and not only was that impressive, he the throws that he did make. The throws that he did hit on, it, they were like pinpoint accurate. So mm-hmm. I thought that was impressive or whatever. And then, I, and then if I go down to the fourth quarter, I'm looking at the field goal, the last field goal drive, 15 plays, 88 yards. Like, come on, bro. Like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just looking at the game and you're looking at how the game progressed. And it was like, okay, yeah, we scored. They scored seven. You know what I'm saying? They got seven. And then. Y'all took the game over. The rest of the 23 points was y'all. You know what I mean? And basically off of Lamar's arm more so than everybody's legs. So um, 
Jay yeah, he made, he made some key plays. Game, yeah, he did. Uh, even at the end of the game, usually by that point in the game, we usually are well over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. We still we still needed four at the end of the game. You know what I mean? So I'll let you know, he threw for 319, I believe. So no picks, one tuck. I. And like the offense is, is picking up steam. Looks like everybody is starting to get more comfortable. We adding some pieces. Uh, get well, not adding, but getting some pieces back. Uh, so like I said, we're we, even with all the injuries and stuff, we are we have exact record and we're in the exact position that I thought we'd be this time. So, and I think right now, if that offense gets hot, like it's all like I said, it's already wrong. But if we can get if we get the offense back to how it was the last couple where it's 28, 30 point game. Like we had to put up 36 in the in the Kansas City game. You know what I mean? It's an offense that's capable of putting up points when it need to be. But like I said, instead of it just being splash plays here and there and just get back to playing dominant offense, one Gives our some uh, some rest too. It keeps your uh, your opposing quarterback and their offense off the field, so that means they can never get into any rhythm. And two, and then three, you stay in rhythm. So I think uh, I think I think they're heating up. So hopefully by this next game, um, this next game on Monday night, it can. I think it's going to explode like it wants to. And that once that happens, then <laughs> the rest of the league, especially the AFC, need to look out. True, and I think you mentioned the biggest point, too, when you said that Bateman is coming back and Miles Boykin is coming back. Like, y- y'all did this without y'all top two running backs, without two receivers who are supposed to be contributing by this point. So I think that's a major thing, too. I mean, true, you do have uh, Hollywood and, you know, Hollywood. Andrews got hurt, didn't he? No. He didn't get hurt? Oh, man, I might be thinking about Madden or something. <laughs> Yeah, man, and man, and, and, and the, <laughs> the season to me and you guys. Yeah, yeah, we think, play uh, bad franchises too, just to case. Nick Boyle, Nick Boyle was hurt. Boyle, Boyle, okay, okay. All right, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying? So y'all do have them, but it's still not the full weaponry. Y'all don't have the running backs. Y'all don't have all y'all receivers. How It's it's not together as it should be, which should bring Ravens fans some hope for the future because y'all three and one without them. So, you know, if they come in and fit well, then – you y'all be the offense that y'all expecting to be. So I think that's exciting. And I did, and I do gotta say this too. I did tell everybody who I was talking about the draft that Lamar was going to be a great quarterback. So I'm gonna take, I mean, he can take the credit because he he got to play, but I was right. <laughs> <laughs> they said he couldn't throw. I'm like, how you throw for all them touchdowns and all them yards in college and you can't throw? But whatever. I like to be right, so I'm gonna just put that out there. Uh, <laughs> but uh moving along man i want to get to these browns man the browns man let me tell you something about my Browns, man held the second team in a row to um single digits which is no small feat i do believe uh i don't know if everybody else believe the same thing because it was the bears that we played last week uh but wow. hey man they put up some points here and there you know what i'm saying throughout the season they just ain't got no got too many dubs to show for it um, so that's impressive to me. And then, um, this week they only scored seven Minnesota only scored seven. 
uh, and that they are a high-powered offense, uh, presumably. Like a lot of people said, man, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, it, it did seem tough. The only thing I would say, only thing that kind of angered me was that I saw my defense putting pressure on uh, Kirk Cousins. You like that senior. That's what I like to call him. You like that senior because that's all he'd be saying. And, yes, I did like that win. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Kirk. Uh, but, man, Baker missed some throws, man. He left some He left some throws on the field to Odell. And uh, that was kind of testy to me. Like, those could have been crucial had we not – had our defense not been playing, you know, as, as they should have – as they did play. Uh, so I, I didn't really, I didn't really like the game being close for missed throws. Uh, so that that was my takeaway from our game. Uh, Miles Garrett, I just, I just got to put this out there. Everything that they thought he would be, I believe he's going to be that and a little bit more. Like he is a Hall of Fame talent. It's just so many plays where he getting double teamed and he still gets the pre- he's still getting pressures like. It, maybe he doesn't get the sack all of the time. Maybe he doesn't get the batted ball. Maybe he doesn't get the running back in the backfield every play but it's so many plays where i'm watching the game and i see him impacting the play like he force forces the quarterback to roll out of the pocket right into a tack mckinley for a sack you know what i mean this is just like so dominant of performances that he's putting on when he's forcing quarterbacks and running backs right into other defenders which to me is is crazy and then when he gets through he gets through and it's him like um, let me take this double team on I'll swim past you and uh some swim past you and spin off of you or just bowl you over and you and the quarterback has no option you know you know what i mean or i'll see him chase down running backs and it's like okay you know what i'm saying like this is this is a real deal player here uh chasing down running backs for games that for you know, turn it could be a 15 yard gain and he turns it into five just by showing that effort. And you know, I'm big, like I said earlier, I'm big on that effort. Uh, Denzel Ward, he ended up playing well. He just man, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on with, with Denzel. Like, early in games, it's almost like he's getting into a rhythm. Uh, because it's like three throws back to back. Like, who's that on? Oh, that's on Denzel. Oh, who's that? Oh, that's on Denzel. And then he turns, he flips the switch. And he is like all world too, like swatting passes down and getting safeties in position. Cause one play we got burnt on was was specifically um due to a safety moving in the opposite direction where he wasn't supposed to go. And <laughs> we talked about that off uh off air uh, when it happened. I'm like, did you see the play where Dizzo Ward got beat on the uh post route? And the and John Johnson was just going the whole opposite direction. Like uh, it, you know, it just was like, what is what are we doing here? Uh right. but but uh, I, I still love his play. Um, he's still playing like a, a pro bowler. Um, he just got to get that. I think he got to flip that switch a little bit early. Uh, as far as the other, as far as the rest of the game, running backs, they doing their running back thing, man. Uh, <laughs> our screen game is amazing. I, I, I got to say that too. I'm impressed with the screen game. It seems like Baker's going to have to rely on that more if he keep missing bombs and wide open receivers downfield. <laughs> which is crazy because he's a deadly accurate quarterback. Like in college, he's deadly accurate. When Odell Beckham is off the field, he seems to be deadly accurate. It's just like, for some reason, like when Odell gets on the field, like he'll make a few splash plays here and there. But when he's wide open, he throws it behind him. And I'm like, why are you throwing it there instead of here? Like, you know what I mean? Or maybe he's just scared or or the pressure is coming and he just launches the ball. I don't know. Um, They'll have to ask Baker that, but. 
it, it, it's off target. So I think if he can correct those off target throws and assist the defense and, and you know, in the win, because you got to think if we hit that one play, it's, the game's 21 to seven. And then what can they really do if they get the ball back? You know what I mean? Yeah. The, def- the defense has to stop them again to keep them from scoring in order for the game to be 14 to seven instead of 14, 14, let's go to OT. So, um, we just got to do a little bit more in terms of execution on offense. And, and, and you know, that's just the main thing. Zedrick Wells went out. That sucks. Um, James Hudson came in, um, left at the left tackle position. And right away, he got a false start penalty. That was that made me angry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Zedrick Wells, no. And then right, right on cue, James Hudson gets a false start. And I'm like, here we go with this stuff. But uh, so that type of stuff, you know, it angers me a little bit in terms of uh, you see the consistency and what could be one still one of the best offensive lines in the league, and then you have your second year go left tackle, one of the most important positions on the line. He goes out, you got a rookie come in, he makes a rookie mistake, which he would, you know what I mean. But overall, I'm still impressed with the O line. We just got to execute a little bit better. Stop making them silly mistakes. Go Browns, man! Get another win, three and one with this tight division, man. Let's go. Well, uh, you know, you know, uh, in siege, we talk a lot of a lot of hate about our teams <laughs> often, but you know, we always give credit when credit is due. Uh, the Browns are three and one. Um, I'm excited to see what y'all what y'all doing, man. Uh, and don't like you said, uh, you like being right. I also like being right. It was about four years ago i'm like listen when y'all when y'all drafted baker i'm like hey listen if y'all get the right coach in and just add it i'll see what y'all doing if all these pieces get really added and they're going to be what they like expected to be i'm like the browns are going to be good in the next four or five years everybody looked at me and like bro are you serious i'm like bro i'm looking at it man uh, <laughs> i don't have to be a fan of it like i please He's get these guys twice a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see them getting better. Like, and and right now is where y'all at. Now, the thing is, I think y'all have a lot of hype around it. Like, y'all go from getting a good roster to automatically hold on their their uh their contenders. You know what I mean? Which you know, in in the grand scheme of things, right now y'all definitely look like contenders. But I think a lot of it is happening real fast for such a young team. It's like, to me, it's like, let us be good first. You know what I mean? Let us be good for a while, and then let's make these moves and make these strides to be one of these great or elite teams instead of throwing us automatically in that category. But, uh, you know, the the test of time is going to tell what happens. Some people answer that bell. Uh, but y'all, y'all look good. I, I did honestly think that, that Min- the Minnesota game, I thought, was – I want to say a tough test, but I could say I thought it was going to be a good test. I'm like, okay, the Minnesota game is going to be to see like, okay, where where are they at? And then I see it see it as tight as it was. I was kind of shocked because I'm like, if it's tight, I don't know if y'all gonna pull that out if it's tight, which y'all did defense stepped up. Um, but this next game coming up for y'all, I think that might just just going off of what's Hot right now. What's hot right now is you got two hot teams going into it. I believe y'all play the L.A. Chargers. 
I couldn't hear you, bro. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you right, now. My, yeah. my bad, a little audio problem. I said we we play them at SoFi. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's what I thought. So I think that's going to be a good game, man. That's this is a Chargers team that just came off of a Kansas City win. That uh, it just came off of an Oakland win last night. That's two big wins against your division teams, division rivals, to take number one in that division. So when, right now they're hot. Uh, they I know they want to keep that ball rolling. Y'all hot too, but I think like right now that might be the biggest test. You know what I mean? That might be the biggest test right now. But I don't know. The Vikings is not a slouch either. So it's really it's really hard to tell. You never know what you're going to get. You know, like we always say, in the given Sunday. But I think I got a big test coming up. And like you said, in one of the best divisions in football, three and one, we got what? Three teams, three and one? Three teams, three and one, yep. And I don't think no – Nobody want to take that first L, that second L, rather. <laughs> second L, Because <laughs> like, right now, I don't know. It really doesn't matter, but I'm trying to figure out, like, who they actually – it's a three-way tie because nobody's actually leading the division. We haven't had any division. No, we had. The Bengals – It's a three-way tie, but y'all have uh, – the Bengals is number one. Y'all have the tiebreaker over us because y'all beat Kansas City. We lost to Kansas City, so y'all got the tiebreaker right now. If 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 you know if the playoffs ended and they had to you know right. the playoffs you. started you know and they had to do the shuffling, yeah, yeah. y'all had a tiebreaker. So like when you got it like that, man, that's <laughs> that's tough. That's that's real tough. That means at least right now it's like you don't want to let a game slip. And you got the Browns, the Ravens, and now the Bengals are starting to pick up speed, which, you know, most of us actually projected. You know, I I, I projected – we projected Joe Burrow to be decent, and he's a little bit more than that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, so, I don't know, man. Overall, man, I'm happy with what the Browns is doing. I uh, kind of worried. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think uh, these uh, division games is going to – <laughs> be a lot more challenging and a lot more fun to watch. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah. So when you got that offense and those and those weapons that is going off like that, the, you got this defense playing how y'all playing right now. Uh, it's tough, man. Tough team. So we're gonna see what's gonna happen. But like that secondary uh, call that you said with the miscommunication and everything. Yeah, you know, I as a as an ex safety, like sometimes shit happens. <laughs> like miscommunication <laughs> happens. Now, of course, you wanted to have it like <laughs> minimum as possible. Like you don't like something like that can cost you a game. But some of those little things happen, and then also like just me, it's just playing football in general between a linebacker or even when I play safety. Sometimes you you do have to get into a little groove. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some people can click into it early. Some people, they got to get rolling. Like, but it's not just, at least for me, at least for me, it wasn't all just a mechanic thing. Like, let me get moving, let my hips get to moving. After about two, three series, now I'm all the way loosened up. It really wasn't that. It was more of a flow of the game. 
Right. Like, okay, like I'm expecting, I'm expecting him for me watching tape or whatever, my studying, I'm thinking he gonna throw more of these passes to the inside, but now he's throwing everything to the outside. Like just getting a flow on how the game going. Okay, first downs is this, he's running these type of routes. And I open up like this. He's doing it. You know what I mean? So then that I think that like, that's when that 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 chess match comes up. Like, uh, you know, not to get off subject too far, but you know, me and you played a little ball together. You was a corner. I was your safety over top. And once we once we got a flow of the game, then I can manipulate the coverage to what I was looking at. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, bro, it's third and this. Hey, look, check the call. Hey, watch the inside because they running, they running slants underneath. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they come outside of you, I promise you, I'm gonna take you. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, we could have got beat deep on some uh, on some of those plays, but it's just getting a. I think some of that is just getting a flow for a game, especially as a, a DB or somebody in the secondary position. You gotta, you know, you kind of gotta see the way things working out. So, but like you said, if he can click yeah. that switch, if he can click that switch a lot sooner, then yeah. Yeah, I think I think that um, it's I think it is it's frustrating when you see it happen like early in the game. You're like, dang, you know what I mean? They he jumped he jumped this too, too far over this way. Now they scored or they get 15 yards. Whatever happens throughout the floor of the game, like it's easy to look at the look at it in the game and be frustrated. I do take hope away from it though, because John Johnson, this is his first year with us. So you know what I'm saying? Like as this as the as the season progresses, you know what I mean? They as the season progresses, they uh, you know, they get better. They get better, they get more chemistry as they go along. You see and you've seen it in the game. You've seen it in the game. As the game progressed, they got better. They got better together, and you saw more deflections, you saw more. Even a pass rush, even a pass rush, you know, you, you would think that D tackles and D ends would be so tired by the end of the game that they wouldn't have that many pressures or, or sacks or whatever, but they got better throughout the game. And I think that that's what will happen with the secondary throughout the season. Even we, we even saw Grant Delpit. Grant Delpit made a great – or not Grant Delpit. Yeah, it was Grant Delpit. Made, made, mm-hmm. a, uh, made a beastie play. Um, in, in the game, in the clutch, yeah, in the clutch. Yeah. When it, and it's like, dang, okay, he didn't play all last year at all, and he comes in one or two games, and he's looking like the player that we that we at least wanted him to be coming out of LSU. So, um, it just it just it's gonna come together. It's just frustrating when you see it in the game, just as a fan. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so I think that's I think that's the main thing. I'm definitely hopeful. I hope by the time we get to the division games. Um, to well, our division because I think uh, Cincinnati played Pittsburgh already, didn't they? Yeah, they uh, they they beat up on them week two. Yeah, it was early, but it was either week two or week three because they they play Minnesota first. Yeah, either way it goes, yeah, they just beat up on Pittsburgh. So they so they <laughs> already got into division play. Once by the time we get into division play, I I don't really I'm not gonna really care as a fan to see, you know what I'm saying. Baker missing throws or, um, you know, somebody gets hurt and the next man comes in and gets a penalty right out the gate. I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm as a fan, I'm gonna be like, hey, bro, like this is for the this is for the playoff marbles. You gotta get it together. Uh, but stuff happens in the Florida game, like you said. Hopefully, 
uh, it becomes better. Baker seems to play better under pressure anyway, so hopefully that is uh, the case. All right, so uh, moving along, man. So uh, Cincinnati Bearcats, we're going to move down to the college ranks just for this topic here. Beat Notre Dame. Lost me some money. <laughs> so my I question. I should have bet on it. My question to, for uh, about them is, is are they a real championship team? Um, honestly, I don't know. Honestly, uh, I have zero idea. So, but it is interesting to watch. It is interesting to watch. Uh, it's glad to see. Um, a lot of people don't know we're actually a, a part of uh, a, another podcast that does all football. We make game picks. That's uh, the four three podcast. Check us out. Um, my man, Scoots Brownson over there, but, uh, we made, that was one of my game picks. So, and I looked at it and to me, that was the first big test. Like, cause Notre Dame just beat, I think Wisconsin. And I, that was one of my game picks as well. I picked Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, I don't have nothing against Notre Dame, but I've been going against them all season. <laughs> uh, I'm just wasn't confirmed that they was who, who, to everybody else thinks so i'm like nah i'm gonna I'm go wisconsin and they put the <laughs> they put the hands to them and then i'm okay cincinnati coming up cincinnati is actually a higher rank and they won the game that's that's what you're supposed to do so i'm i'm really i don't really know like if it's a championship team right now I know they got a couple more games coming up. We're going to kind of see, but it's interesting to see a team like Cincinnati in this top 10 and holding their own in this top 10 week in and week out. Right. Um, I'm going to say if the format was how the format should be, which is the power five conference winners, all power five conference winners. And then you have either the top team, of though out, out of the non-power five or the top three. I think the playoffs should be six or eight teams, personally. It should be six to eight teams. It should be the top or every division winner in a power. I mean, I, I agree. I agree. At the same time. Yeah, every every power five winner and at least, I would say, the three best teams out of the power five conferences. Um, if, if, you could, if you could manage, you know, if you can manage that or whatever. Um, because then you got Notre Dame, who's not even in a conference. So, you know what I mean? So, but whatever. It should be eight teams, six to eight teams. But anyway, um, I digress there. Um, they beat Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame was was thought to be one of those teams that could be pre- that could press for a, a championship top four. Let's put it that way. They that should play for the, in the playoff, uh, which was what I was trying to get to. <laughs> they should be playing in the playoff. Is you know they we look every year at teams, right? We say, okay, it's going to be Alabama and Georgia. And Clemson, well, not this year, Clemson, but you know what I mean. We pick those teams out of the hat, you know what I mean, and we say it's going to be these. Which teams. not this year either, because they act like a bunch. Man, right, bro. Yeah, they should have been in it. But anyway, <laughs> you're gonna get me going on a rant about them bombs. Uh, <laughs> I ain't even gonna do them like that. They don't want their last two against the cupcake schedules. They did what they're supposed to do. But anyway, um, lost to Oregon though. But <laughs> but anyway, we uh, and then they just lost to Stanford. Right, which made it worse. But anyway, <laughs> see, see, this is how we go down the rabbit hole right here. 
Oh, oh, stay pissing people off, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I ain't your fault, it's their fault, they should have lost, but <laughs> but anyway, we uh, you know what I'm saying? We look at those teams and we put them in that order, right? And then we say Notre Dame has the talent to be this. Well, I personally thought Notre Dame had the talent to beat Cincinnati. One problem though, Ritter, Ritter balled, man, he played the game in his life like he did not. He, he like he just had the whole world to lose. He put it on display. So I think if he can play like that with the rest of the talent that they have, sky's the limit. Uh, so he came back for that reason. He came back saying that he wanted to get into the playoff. The problem is, is the teams in front of him, right? So you got to Notre or not Notre Dame. We, we're talking about Notre Dame, Penn State, for instance. Can he go to? Can he go to uh, what they call it, Happy Valley, and win? That's 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 where we getting a little bit up there, you know what I mean? But if anybody yeah, can do Penn it, State, say that again. I say yeah because Penn State looks good. They look real good actually, and yeah. I, I I really hate to say that, but, mm-hmm. but they <laughs> ball is balling, and right now they balling. Definitely balling, but but that's where that's where we got to draw the line at. Like, can they go? to Happy Valley and win a game? Or do we think in a neutral site they can win? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, they don't play Penn State this season, I don't believe. But if if they were to get in the playoffs and they had to go play a Penn State, could they? And that's where I kind of get lost at. You know what I mean? Because Penn State is the fourth team, I believe, correct? Uh, if yes. I'm not, or at least I'm they were last right. At least they were last week. Excuse um, me. I'm looking, I'm looking at it right now. It's, uh, so... To, just to piggyback on what uh, on what CJ is saying, he's saying Cincinnati is in a good spot. They, you know, they're doing their thing, but how do they really fare up to the uh, four other teams in front of them? And those four other teams are Alabama, Georgia, Iowa, and Penn State. Right behind Cincinnati, you got Oklahoma. Hold on. Am I looking at this right? Oh, it's not. Yeah, we creep back in the right. top ten. You're looking at it right. <laughs> hey. All them, all them teams losing. Put it. Hey, we right back in it, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it like, looking at it right, <laughs> right. We right behind uh, Oklahoma. Okay, then. Right. And that had a uh, Oregon and then Michigan in there, and then you got BYU. But all in all, just saying that, like when you look at this top ten, like you were saying, like it, it's the teams like the Alabamas, the Georgias. Uh, the Oklahomas, the old states, that's that's usually Clemson's usually in there, LSU is usually mm-hmm. in there. Like in the beginning of the season, you always look at those teams, they're going to be the top four, top five, top six teams fighting for position at the end of it. And then you look at this list, and then you see Cincinnati right there in the middle. Like, what it's just, I don't know, it's just rare, man. And people be sleeping on Cincinnati, uh, and just. You know, as a, a Ohio native, you know what I'm saying? O-H. Ohio. That's for Ohio State. But at the same time, Cincinnati is just right down the road from me. Cincinnati is closer than Columbus. So <laughs> I rock with them boys out there, too. So it's just interesting to see them. Uh, it's interesting to see where, where they at, man. And if they get a shot, I would love to see them get a shot. If they can creep in, if some of these teams can piss State or Iowa, I really don't see Alabama or Georgia taking an L. I don't. But if one of these teams can lose and Cincinnati can continue continue to win and they can creep up and get into these playoffs, 
without politics and they can get in there off of their schedule and winning and all of that. I would love to see them in the playoffs to see just, just see what they got, if they got what it takes. That that just I, I think that'll be a big moment for the school, a big moment for the city. And it and it'll be something great to watch and get to see because Cincinnati is not one of them usual teams, powerhouse championship, national championship teams that you that you think about. Right. So it's just great to see them getting getting on that spectrum. And if they can push it this year, then that, that's gonna take that that recruiting class for the next four to eight years to a new level. And that's and that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm that's exactly you just summed it up pretty pretty well what I'm saying. I'm saying can they go up to Penn State, Iowa win or Oklahoma, like just just theoretically speaking, can they go and beat one of these beat one of these, you know, traditionally great schools, even the team up north, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? The team that shall not be named, you know what I mean? Like, do, can they go there and win? Like, you got to think of these scenarios in your head. Because if you if you remember, there was a year when Washington was in the top four and they got the doors blew off them in the playoff. So, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I think that the committee is like, well, do we really want to put – do we really want to put Cincy in there? Do we really want to risk – them going to uh, Iowa and losing, do we really want to put them up against Georgia? And you know what I'm saying? Because if they get in at number four, they playing bam, bam. So, I mean, so are, do, do we really want to put them against Bama or is there a better matchup? In 2015, when Ohio State got in and waxed Bama, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, snap. You know what I mean? Like, okay, these are powerhouse teams now. You know what I mean? Now, that, that put Ohio State in that category to where now they get the benefit of the doubt. And I think the smaller schools, like not smaller school, but the the smaller conferences, the less prestigious conferences, they come in and they say, well, wait a minute, we're not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. This is not Big Ten. This is not Pac-12. This is not, you know, SEC. This, you know what I'm saying? So they look at these teams, and if it's the ACC and it's not Clemson, for instance, you know, they like, whatever. <laughs> or a good Florida State squad when Florida State is good. You know, they're not they're giving those teams the benefit of the doubt. So I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing we gotta look out for. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so that so uh, I mean it's 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 interesting to see though, like you said, it's interesting to see. I love that they're up there. I love when a team can come up and shake it up a little bit. I just wish Ohio State when the game down and mucked it up a little bit, but when they play my alma mater Akron and wax them, they kind of put themselves back on the map, like doing what they're supposed to do. So, you know, hey, yeah. I got the, and they got, got, they got, they got, we got bailed out. We got bailed out. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good, man. Hey, but, they got to, they got uh, to do what, what they got to like. Dubs. Three, three out of the four. No, it was like four top teams took a, took a L. Uh, took a L this yeah. past weekend. Yeah, it was, it was some upsets going on. Yeah, so that I think, like I said, we got we got bailed out with that. We got bailed out with. Hey, they gotta they gotta go up and play and win too. You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. we had to play Oregon and lost. They had to play who they played, and they ain't they ain't do what they're supposed to do. So hey, no, but, it uh, was for for the top ten teams. For the top ten teams lost, and this was the first time since 2018. Yeah. So that that actually bailed us out, but it helped us move up. But it is what it is. It's good to be there. Good to be back home. Yeah, good to be back up there. Now let's get to top four so we can do what we're supposed to be doing, winning championships. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, moving along, man, the NBA preseason is here. 
Uh, so that means the season is right around the corner. You know me, I love watching my hoops. Uh, I'm not too big on the, not too much of a um, subject matter on this one today. As the season progresses, you know, we had a storylines and what we think happened and all of that for y'all. But on this one, I just want to talk about the expectations for the top teams. Is there anybody who you see and you like, oh, they have more of a chance now or less of a chance because of who they may or may not have? Uh, Miami. Miami, more of a chance? More of a chance. Miami, Miami. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to talk about Miami first because I really don't know what to say about Boston right now. But anyway, uh, Miami, they, they they added some pieces. They definitely added some pieces uh, to already good franchise and good organization. Uh, I think they can definitely make a major push within the Eastern Conference. And uh, do I think they can they have – is talent to take it all? Yes, because you never know. You just never know. That's exactly why you play the game. You know what I mean? Uh, anybody can win. Anybody can lose. Anybody can have a hot night, cold night, historical event, whatever the case may be. So, But I think Miami got a decent squad, and, and I believe they're going to make some noise on the Eastern Conference. Um, Boston. I don't know what's going on in Boston. I, I think personally, which I can understand it, but I still think they need another guy. I think we're putting too much faith in Marcus Smart. I like Marcus Smart. Like, I like him. I don't love him. I like him. Uh, if he's if he's healthy, he gets great defense, great. Sometimes he makes some smart play, no pun intended. <laughs> but I think they're trying to – they they want Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. Uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Thank you. Uh, I want they want them to start taking over these games as a tandem. They want them to be an elite and lethal tandem. Which personally, I feel like they have the skills to do so. But I don't know. It's I don't I don't think they figure it out how to do it. Like when you go into Boston, you know. Either you're gonna double team one of them or double team one of them. You know what I'm saying? You can split the difference. One might have an on night, one might have an off night. But if the rest of the team is not getting involved, Boston is a team effort. Always has been. Like it wasn't even back in the day. It wasn't Paul Pierce, Uncle Peasy. You know what I'm saying? As I call him, it wasn't him having to take over whole games from first quarter to fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Like he might, hey, you, you big players come up in the clutch. So fourth quarter, he might go five for five. You know what I'm saying? In the fourth, if you don't miss, hit a couple clutch free throws, a couple big shots. Like you need that. And I think having that tandem, what they're trying to do is cool. But I think you still need a solid, like above average point guard. But you need an above average point guard that can also the ball up the court make set it up to where these guys can shine at to where they can do the things that they need to do to be that tandem that i believe the, the franchise and the organization wants them to be because they got star power and i think if they let one of them go if they end up having to let one of them go uh it's gonna be a sad day for me <laughs> <laughs> like i don't I, I just don't see I think they're trying to avoid that, but at the same time, man, you 
Like even the times we went to the playoffs to like over the last couple of years, we, we sliding in. Mm. <clears throat> like in the in the Eastern Conference is just getting tougher. So you got Brooklyn over there. Like, like I said, I mentioned uh Miami, you got Milwaukee. Like the Eastern Conference is really starting to look like how Western Conference used to look in the in the early 2000s and late 90s. Like they really starting to look like that. Like the way everybody just so mixed up. Like I've been out of the basketball conversation, meaning like watching a lot of games. I've been out of that for a little while now. But with the way everything is mixed up and uh players on certain teams and a lot, it's a lot of teams stacked with talent. So young talent, old talent, some vets, you know what I mean? Um It's just interesting to see, and it'll be a great – it's a great time. Somebody like me, and you kind of haven't really followed the NBA as as much as you used to. I think this is the season to to change that and get right back into it. I think it's going to be a wild one. Yeah, man, there's definitely uh, some interesting things going on. Uh, My team, I think, that's going to do better than what people expect is L.A., man, the Lakers. Like, a lot of people have been saying that Russell Westbrook is going to come in and just take over the ball and – it's, it's not going to be enough balls to go around and all of that stuff. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree when you got somebody who could distribute right. like that. So I think they'll be right at the top of the list again, uh, along with the usual suspects. Utah, they 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 got a big man. The league is going back to where you need a big man um, because of all of the big point guards like Ben Simmons and even John Morant. Like John Morant goes to the rack. You know what I mean? Russell Westbrook. Um, it's getting back to that where is, you go in, you, they play the in and out game. You go in, you know what I mean, and you distribute. I gotta say that real quick. What? Please, please don't mention Ben Simmons on this podcast. Oh no, but but anyway, I, I got something to say about him too. But anyway, uh, we talk. Oh, okay, bet I got yeah, something but, to say about. Him. But anyway, so Lakers is the team that'll be right back up there, right back at the top again, barring injury because of a Russell Westbrook, and I also think that if AD or LeBron is out for an extended period period of time. Russell Westbrook is a great enough player to get wins, to get wins, and and you know in in spite of whoever is on the court. Like he, obviously he'll get his assists. He'll need a, he'll need LeBron or he'll need uh, AD to play at some point in time to keep a significant amount of wins together. But then if you have Dwight Howard, you know what I mean. He can dish it to Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard can get easy buckets in the, under the you know in the paint and all of that stuff like that for a short period of time. But he'll need LeBron and AD. But anyway, I digress with that. Now on to Ben Simmons. So hold on, hold on. Go ahead. You forgot the biggest move for LA. Who? Mello. Yeah, M- Mello is Mello. But, but anyway, that's what I'm saying. You could lose AD and LeBron. You just got Dwight Howard, Melo, no, Westbrook. Man, that's no, but, no, but this is what I'm talking about. Like, so Westbrook is Westbrook is the distributor, right? So Westbrook will go right. in the paint, and it's, Westbrook will go in the paint just like he did with Stephen Adams, right? So he'll go in the paint, and some they'll crash to him, him. crash to double him. He'll just swing it right around to Dwight at this point, and he'll dunk it in. Melo is going to get Melo mm-hmm. baskets. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not going to be, he's not going to be in the, in the flow of the offense type of player. He's going to be the guy where everybody else is double and they in the zone and he's just going to take it and shoot it. You know what I mean? So 
that's mellow. I, but anyway, I don't agree. But, but, that, but that's know, that you, point. You know, I'm not an LA fan. I'm not. Yeah. But this is the this is the most instant, <laughs> like I just want to see him play, bro. Like if. And it's funny to me that you opened it up with saying that a lot of people don't think that it's going to jail. Like, I'm just looking at it, waiting on when jails. Like, it's going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Of course, when you got, like, all of that star power over there, it's kind of, it, it seems difficult. But if it's all about winning, which all those players that's over there, that's all they want to do is win. The only one that with the usual extra antics is the White Howard. Everybody else, like, <laughs> let's get these dubs. You feel me? And then right. you put Russell Westbrook over there in that situation to where, yeah, he's a walking triple double, but so is everybody, damn near everybody else on the court at that point. So yeah, that's, that's true. You don't but the only thing, the only thing about them, though, the only thing about like what the pundits are saying is that it's it's not enough basketball. So somebody's ego is gonna get in the way. And the biggest argument is the fact that normally you will see LeBron with the ball, and LeBron will make the best decision on what's going on. In this case, it'll be Russell Westbrook with the ball, and people are like, "Oh my God, Russell Westbrook is not gonna be able to get everybody involved, and he wants the rebounds, and he wants this." But when you have rebound machines in there and and obviously we know Melo is going to score Melo buckets so that's why I left Melo out because Melo is going to do Melo's Melo things bro but I'm talking about Melo with the braids bro he back to Melo with the braids Melo's going to do Melo things but I'm talking about he's going to do Melo in Portland things let me be that let me be clear with that he'll be doing Portland Melo things in LA but then you but then you got these perennial all-star still like like Russell Westbrook like um ad i was about to call him aaron donald <laughs> but like anthony davis like lebron you got people you know they they they're there they're going to make all-stars potentially potential mvp candidates everybody want to mvp out of that except ad so brian has MVP, multiple mvps uh russell westbrook is a, a past mvp so we know they have the talent it's just about whether or not they have enough basketballs is the argument and i think that yes i think yes Westbrook is an excellent passer. Brian is an excellent passer. And as long as, like you said, it's about winning, why wouldn't it happen? Just like you said. So that's what I think. Um, but a lot yeah. of experts, you know, on, on other networks or whatever, always say it's not enough basketballs. Russell Westbrook is going to be a cancer. You know, all that stuff that all those buzzwords that people like to say. And I just respectfully disagree about L.A. Uh, but anyway. that's why they need to hire. That's why they need to hire. <laughs> right, but uh, I totally agree with you. Uh, right now it's gonna be a Brooklyn Nets and LA championship, and I can't wait to see it. It's it's so much uh history, <laughs> back and forth. Oh my god, it's gonna be great. Can't wait. Like you said, like barn, you know, injuries and stuff like that. But right now, what the world basketball world wants to see is Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers uh uh championship game. That's what we want to see, but I don't think that's what we're going to see. But anyway, let me finish making this point, though. So the other team is the 76ers. And the reason why the other team is the 76ers is because we don't know who the point guard is going to be, right? So, so that's where Ben Simmons comes into play. Ben Simmons is virtually out of the door. 
and, and you if you watch sports or you watch you know the other networks or whatever or you leave and listen to radio or other sports podcasts you know Ben Simmons is on the outs um this dude is a three-time all defensive first team player uh, if you don't know yeah he missed buckets from time to time he's not really a great shooter but why a three-time all defense I mean, come on now. But anyway, we don't know who the point guard is going to be. They just went and were, were the first team in the Eastern Conference. You know what I mean? Out this past season, so so they had the potential with a Ben Simmons to do it again, right? So um, so we see that we see that type of play last season. Now, what are we going to see this season? Depending on whoever the point guard is, so we need to see. We need to at least see who will be on the roster with a Joel Embiid if he's if he stays um if he stays and doesn't get traded or whatever which would be stupid but anyway if he stays we need to see who the point guard is going to be because we don't know so i think they take a step back actually so i see LA stand pat on what they would do if when not if when lebron is healthy <laughs> they'll do lebronish things and then you'll see 76ers take a step back. Brooklyn, I don't think we'll see Brooklyn because of the Kyrie Irving situation. Now, they do still have KD and Harden, which two all-world players. But but Kyrie, he don't want to get the vaccine. He can't play at home games. <laughs> so, yeah, he won't get the vaccine, so he won't play. He can't play home games. So, anyway. So, look. So, they take a step back without Kyrie, I think. And, and the reason why is just because we've seen what Harden do. Harden does if he gets injured, and we know KD and and Harden both will play some time. Will, will won't play for some time. They'll miss at least some time. But mm-hmm. it's just it's just about when when they miss the time. So if they miss the time in the playoffs, ah, it's gonna be rough getting out of the East. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I see that. I see that. Uh. Even when, even when Kyrie is healthy, Kyrie misses time. So you know what I'm saying. So that's that's one of those I mean, teams they all, where you just never know. True, true. Uh, back to Philly. Ben Simmons is trash. <laughs> he is booty butt cheeks. <laughs> he is gar el garbaggio in the flesh. Like, bro, I've watched like every summer. Like right now, like he he go off in the in the in the summer slams, the pickup games, he pulling tray balls, hazing people, uh, uh, step backs, all t- fadeaways. As soon as he gets into a regular season game, he can't catch a call, couldn't hit water if he fell out of a bucket. Like, like he, he trash. He trash, and it's funny because <laughs> I've been talking about he trash for at least the last two seasons. I know that I haven't been totally involved in the NBA, but I always watch when the playoffs gets on. When the playoffs is on, I'm watching. And every time I done seen this dude, Ben Simmons, with all this hype, he choke. Every, like, choke, choke. Like, That's like, a misconception, ooh, though. That's a misconception, too, though, because Joel Embiid said that it was because of Ben Simmons missing a free throw. But we forget, Joel Embiid had eight damn turnovers in Game 7. Because he's trying to do too much because this dude sucks. I gotta take it <laughs> I over. I knew you was gonna say that. I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> this is totally off subject, but it's kind of on subject. 
Uh, me and one of my brothers, Louis, play, we play 2K. And he come in, he like, bro, Ben Simmons this, Ben Simmons that. On some good note, I'm like, bro, he is trash. He's like, man, you out of here. Get, get lost. I'm like, bro, hop on 2K right now, bro. You get you get Ben Simmons. I'm gonna get I forget who I got, bro. But I'm like, I'm gonna get these people, bro. And I'm gonna show you how he trash, bro. If you ain't going to the hole, he trash. He trash, bro. <laughs> and that started his losing streak all because he, he got Ben Simmons. Because he, he is trash. He can go to the hole. He does a, he does a very good in regular season to get to the playoffs. He chokes in the big moments. Even certain times, it's like his psyche just get messed up. Philly don't want him. I don't want him in Philly. Joel Embiid, he ain't gonna say nothing, but he don't want him either. Like, <laughs> yes, saying, I agree. He's been saying you. it without saying it. <laughs> right. Like, I agree that that you need to find uh, a point guard. Now, the only way Ben Simmons stays in Philly is if he puts the ball out of his hands. If he plays the three or the four consistently and they have a different consistent actual point guard, then he can stay in Philly. But as long as you want to tote the rock and make these plays and make these decisions and be that guy, you're not die, pal. <laughs> you're not that guy. Like when you see you ain't got it, give it to the big guy. Let let him dominate. Joel Embiid is an easy – he could be a 30 for 30, and we know this. Thirty, thirty, and he can be that like him. Like, feed a big guy. And like you said, the league is starting to transform back to where you need that dominant guy in the middle. He's a dominant guy in the middle. Let him be that guy. Like, That's the thing, too, though. Like, he, yeah, doesn't, like, he doesn't always want to be that guy. Like, we see – Joel and B stop and take threes just to take threes just because he can. Like they that situation in Philly is real weird. Like just they had Jimmy Butler, they let Jimmy Butler go. They had Al Horford, they let Al Horford go. They kept Ben Simmons. They was talking about trading and B, then they didn't trade and B. Then they was talking about trading Ben Simmons. They didn't trade him. It's just weird. Then Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers goes there and does Doc River, Doc Rivers post big three stuff like loose in, in game sevens. <laughs> but it's just, and, then, and then they sit there and they say, we or we don't know if Ben Simmons is going to be that guy. Well, here's the thing. Y'all are doing the exact same thing. Not the exact same thing, but y'all have a lesser version of the of, of a Ben Simmons right now in Marcus Smart. He's not a first team all defense. He can't even he can't pass as well as Ben Simmons. He's not as tall. He doesn't play. He doesn't. Let's just do it this way. He doesn't play as great of as the of defense as Ben Simmons. That's number one. He can't pass as well as Ben Simmons. The only edge he has over him is shooting and clutch shooting. I mean, you need that. You do need that. So, I mean, if, if you're the type of team where you say we want somebody who's not scared of the moment, then for what we see right now, we know Ben Simmons seems to be afraid of that moment. That moment. So, I mean, why not? But I, I would just say that Ben Simmons would be an upgrade over a Marcus Smart kind of player. I agree, but just not. He ha- he would have to play a role, and him playing point guard to me, Ben Simmons is not a point guard. That's that that's my first and foremost. Like I don't, I think he's playing out of position to begin with. 
I think if he actually play his position, which should be the three to me, then he'll be just fine. The three, sometimes maybe he oh, rotate into the four. Good. I don't think he'll be good like, at the three. He has good ball handle skills and all of that, but bringing the ball up the court, I need a, I need a pure point guard. And Ben Simmons is not a pure point guard. I I don't put him at because he can't shoot. He can't shoot. He self check. Like if you see him and Rondo at the three, you can be like, all right, bro, ball in the air, like. I'm just being honest, and Rondo was a boss and stuff. You can't say that about Rondo because Rondo be balling when he gets to the playoffs. Every three be money. Oh, <laughs> like, he hit that money. Like, ben Simmons get to the playoffs, and he missed every one. He missing pull ups at the elbow. He going man, bro. He trash sauce, bro. <laughs> I don't agree that he trash sauce, man. I just think, man, he just need a new location, bro. I can't agree. I can't say he, he trash sauce for the three-time all-defensive first team, bro. I can't say he trash sauce. Like, come on. Yes, you can. Like, he trash yes, sauce? Can, bro. Matt Barnes trash sauce. <laughs> what about Tony trash Allen? Was Tony bro. Allen trash sauce? See, Half. yeah, got he, he got he. He, he was not, he was diet trash. <laughs> diet, diet, he was diet, 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 diet trash. Diet booty nah, water. <laughs> diet on, <bro>. booty. <laughs> he's, still, he's still young too, man. We gotta see, we gotta see what Ben Simmons gonna do, man. We gotta see what. Ben All right, cool. Gonna and, do. and look, I know, I know Ben Simmons is probably not checking this cast out, but if he is, if it come across <laughs> his radar. Prove me wrong. Shit. Fuck it. Prove me wrong. <laughs> like right now, you you full blown booty sauce right now. And he got the potential, man. He got the defense right. already. He got the oh, passing already. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. But but also too, also too, the other thing is is it's real weird to see. And I mean it's not weird to see, but I think Ben Simmons should look at a player like a Russell Westbrook, even though Westbrook is significantly shorter. I think he should look at a player like Russ and say, okay, well, Russ is only shooting 30-something percent from three. Like, that's not great. He's only shooting 60-something percent from from free throws. That's not great. Mm -hmm. But anytime he's in mid-range is money. Anytime he is at the bucket, he makes the right decision or, you know, he tries to make the right decision with the basket. He goes 100% full throttle every game. I think if Ben Simmons looks at a Russell Westbrook and sees, like, okay, this is how – somebody who isn't necessarily the best shooter plays and he has significantly better career track defensively than Russell Westbrook. I think he can be, I think he can be one of those players that we look back on and say, Hey man, this guy really turned it around in, in terms of offense. Uh, well, so well, yeah, I, think can, I think he needed to do it. <laughs> yeah, he's funny, he said he trashed off the <laughs> All right, so man, we got a new thing on this show. Uh, moving off the moving off the Ben Simmons talk, man. Man, prove him wrong, Ben Simmons. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so going to, <laughs> going to the next topic. Uh, best for the week, man. I don't know. I'm gonna call this something. I'm gonna call this like segment something. Next show is gonna be something. It's gonna be called Bet That Baby. <laughs> I, I, I got it. What's this? Either Bet That Baby or. Bets by siege because you you the you vets as far as I, as far as I'm concerned you know I don't really I'm not really involved in the betting scene so this this hey, this is your whole stint right here so I, I like bets by siege 
<laughs> All right, cool. Maybe we'll maybe we'll keep that going. But this segment is just gonna be like a brief, a brief thing where I might give you a couple of the teams that I uh that I pick that I bet for the week, no matter the sport. Right now, it's all about the NFL, um, only because the NFL is on, and I, I've been doing so great with the NFL. I did add a few college picks this week, but you can use your imagination on the college games. <laughs> but um, this week, I just picked a few money line games. I just added them into a parlay. If you don't know what a parlay is, it's just multiple uh, multiple bets um, together. So I just bet the money line on the, on games, just winning straight up. Um, I'll give you a couple of them. We know Tampa Bay is uh, going to beat the Dolphins, um, presumably. Uh, <laughs> they are uh, favorites to beat the Dolphins. So I got them straight up against the Dolphins on this parlay. I got the – where did this go here? I got the Dolphins. I got the Carolina Panthers bouncing back and them winning, beating they, uh, beating they guys that they got to play. Let me see who we got here. I can't remember who they got to play, though. My screen got me messed up here. I want to give y'all the bet. Who who Carolina got to play? Yeah. Oh, man. I thought I just – and the thing about it is I just looked at the schedule. It's all right. My screen just went out real quick on on my bet and slip. Let me get my bet and slip back up here. But, yeah, I do got Tampa winning, of course, against the Dolphins. Um, let me look at the spread so I can give y'all that, too. You know, sometimes, y'all, we have a few little technical difficulties while we're doing this thing. I have other screens and stuff pulled up and on other devices and stuff, too, sometimes. So, y'all just bear with me, man. I'm going to get y'all some money this week. Get y'all some brizzy. Bro, we should call it Better House. Oh, it could be. Be, oh, hey, that's the, that's hey, the one, baby. Yeah. Hey, bet the house by siege. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> don't bet your houses, don't, bet, bro. Bet. Don't, don't do that. Nah, hell, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I ain't telling y'all to do that. Now, if y'all want to do that dumb stuff, y'all go ahead, but uh, don't do it on account of me. Now, if you bet your house and you win, throw me some uh, right <laughs> change. Throw me some change. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So I'm showing here we go. Here we go. All right. Let me get this spread out right here. All right, baby. Here we go. So we got Tampa. I got Tampa over Miami. Mm-hmm. And they play in Tampa. So I got them beating them. I got Carolina Panthers waxing the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I got Tennessee Titans bouncing back over Jacksonville. That one right there was a little bit hard to pick um, only because we see uh, Jacksonville jumping out to start, or, you know, early early leads like they did against uh, Cincinnati. Had them 14-0, but they just tend to get those leads back. And I think that if Tennessee can get um, Derrick Henry going early, I think they're going to have a big problem down in Jacksonville. Uh, so that's why I got them, uh, them going. So those those are my three. And those are my three teams that I that I would give y'all. That's on my parlay. Last week I did Cleveland over Minnesota. <clears throat> I bet the spread in the which game did I bet the spread in? I think Green Bay. I think I bet the spread in Green on Green Bay's game. I won a bunch of money last week. Let me tell y'all that. <laughs> but it was Cleveland. It was Cleveland, Green Bay, and uh, Dallas. 
I think I bet though. I think I bet those three and want some one want a lot of little change. So uh yeah, man, stick with me, man. I might not win every week, but I'm gonna win most weeks. Uh, <laughs> so Tampa over Miami. I'm not, not gonna lie, I'm probably uh, you know, I'm about to start calling you on these bets. Like, who you picking this week, man? If you my guy, if you my guy. Then you might like, hey, look, bro, like you've been winning a lot of money. E was going on, like, hey, I know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> Especially, uh, I've been thinking about getting in, uh, just speaking on the betting uh situation. Uh, I've been thinking about getting into that uh FanDuel. Are you a part of FanDuel? No, I use uh Bavada, but a Caesar Sports Bet just opened up their own too. So I might get on mm-hmm. Caesar Sports, but I said sports bet, sports book might do Caesar. So uh we we see, man. But right now I'm doing Bavada. And it works pretty, works pretty well for me. When I got on to uh, them, and this is not an ad, but uh, once I got, and they need to go ahead and hit your boy up. But uh, once I uh, got on to them, I, they gave, gave me like a deposit bonus. So I deposited some money and they gave me like the equal to my deposit. So, you know what I'm saying? I've been, I haven't had to deposit any new money since I got on here. Uh, so I'll put it that way. But uh, just to give y'all some spreads too, uh, I also picked y'all. I also uh, put y'all on my – I got a 10-team parlay, so that's a big parlay. Uh, so I should win seven times my bread if all teams – all 10 teams win. But y'all are seven-point favorites over Indianapolis. I got y'all in that game. I did not bet the Cleveland Browns this week because they only one and a half dogs um, against mm. Cleveland Browns. We, they actually – or against the Los Angeles Chargers, my bad. I said against the Browns. I picked the – I didn't pick that game at all. Let me uh, clear mm. that up. We, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't bet that at all. Not yet anyway. Um, I make my decision before the game. But <laughs> I picked Tennessee. I told y'all over Jacksonville. Tennessee is four point favorites. Um, that one is a little bit tough to pick the uh point spread on only because like I said, them leads that they get. Uh so I, I kind of want to put the point spread on there, but I just picked everything straight up this week. Carolina, three point three and a half point favorites over um Philadelphia. I picked them straight up too. Um so yeah, man. Them was the off oh, one more team. I said gave y'all Tampa too. Tampa over the Dolphins. They ten point favorites. They should cover the ten. Um, so I might bet that on the parlay too, just to add a little bit of extra bread. But I bet them straight up. That money line is minus five hundred. So yeah, I I couldn't bet them by themselves because <laughs> if you look at the point spread and you see a minus five hundred, that means you got to bet five hundred to win one hundred, and that's stupid. So. <laughs> Uh, what I was gonna say is, man, next week, man, uh, when you do, when you go back into this segment, maybe you should just, uh, we can try to educate, because I know if anybody like out here like me, it sounds yeah, like sure, sure. it sounds like Spanglish to me, my brother. Sound good though. Sound real good. I'm yeah, like, man, I might throw some slides. I might throw some slides up for y'all <laughs> next show and let y'all know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So y'all can get y'all some bread, you know what I mean? And then, you know, if you want some extra cheese on the side, I got some people who, who you can holler at. Uh, they they start they got a business who uh, where they pick do the picks for you. Um, I don't I don't I haven't been with them for a few months or whatever. Uh, but when I was with them, you know, we want some cheese. So want some cheese together. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I shot them out yeah. maybe next time after I holler at them if they still doing their thing. Uh, so yeah, man, those are my best for the week. I gave y'all four games. I was only gonna give y'all three. I didn't do college this week, even though I do have some college picks, man. We'll talk about college next week. And E. Right, I'm going to educate y'all, too, next week on how to maneuver it. And like I said, I might even share my screen and show y'all what I got going on. I ain't showing y'all no money, though. Y'all got to bet your own cheese. 
Uh, yeah, responsibly too. Don't be betting, like he said, don't be betting your house. Uh, <laughs> but man, yeah, man. So moving on. We'll do that a little bit more, uh, a little bit more concise next time. But um, I had to prepare for y'all, but my screen went down. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But moving along, man, on the entertainment side, we did the sports. That's all the sports right there. The next part of the show is entertainment. And I want to start off with R. Kelly being found guilty in his trial. Um, I'm going to just leave this off because I don't really got that much to say about this. I just say if if I don't obviously I don't I don't condone what he did, what he was accused and convicted of doing. Uh, I, just, I think it's weird that, you know what I'm saying? We in that time time period where. Uh, things can catch up to you as quickly as things caught up to him. I think that if you do, if you do have that, have those kind of things going on, I think they should, it should definitely should catch up to you. And I think that um, obviously when, when a lot of people are saying certain things like, Oh, he did this and he did this when it's so many people, so many people coming out the woodwork and saying it, it's hard to it's hard to have a defense to say, well, they framing me or I didn't do it when it's 50 people. And I'm not saying those 50 people. I don't know how many people it was, but it was definitely more than one um, who are coming at him with those kind of things. So I just think like, man, you, you man, like that stuff just it bothers me when I see that that type of stuff happen. And it took so long for this for this to for those people to get justice. The other part I don't I don't really jive with is the parents, man. If R. Kelly got to go to jail, y'all got they got to go to jail too. Like that's that's just crazy to me uh, when those details came out about parents taking their daughters to the hotel rooms and all that. Nah, bro. Like, yeah, you can't. I would have a problem if I had a daughter and and my uh, ex wife was taking her up. We it would be a whole issue. You know what I mean? I don't really want to get into how big of an issue it will be, but she would be under the jail with R. Kelly. <laughs> let's just put it that way and i think that anybody who was involved should get that should get that fallback too uh we all got to suffer the consequences of our actions and when you putting kids in danger um you gotta read you gotta you gotta get what's coming to you uh so that's all i want to say about that man stop messing with these kids and ladies we're supposed to be creating safe environments for kids we're supposed to be protecting our young brothers and sisters our young kings and queens so man let's Let's stop all this other stuff we got going on just because you got money or you got a little bit of power or a lot of power or whatever that you think you could just usurp people and do whatever you want to. Man, that's evil. Let's get this evil up out of here. What you got to say, bro? Uh, One, I agree with everything that you said. All right. So uh, I'm going to say this once again. <laughs> you know, I got to be a dick. But anyway, like I got <laughs> Like, I agree with everything that you said. Like, I, the parents under the jail, R. Kelly, whatever, bro. Like, I got a couple of different little puns about R. Kelly going back to a cell after everything, but I'm not even going to get into that. Yeah, don't get it. Because uh, <laughs> it's all funny to me, bro, and I don't want to be that guy today. But the guy I am going to be is this conversation happened uh, – couple of days ago like you know right around the time that you know all of this came out uh one of my brothers asked me like yo oh so do you sell some music and i told him yeah like do you know how much music r kelly was a part of to where i'm gonna cut out any and everything that he was a part of now do i just go out and search it one day like hey i want to listen to some r kelly no but 
if I'm going to Pandora, I got the slow jams on 90s R&B, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people in our generation, I'm pretty sure got that same exact channel on a Pandora, mm-hmm. like 90s R&B and R. Kelly come on. And it's a, one of those class bangers that he got. I'm not changing it. Like I get some people saying like, oh, but he was making these songs about little girls. Listen, I don't know what mindset that he was in when he made this song. What I know is this song was made. The song is a classic. And every time I think about this song, I think about a grown woman. Like, I don't, it's not about, it's not about the words and who he meant it for. Like when people found out that Luther Vandross was gay, they still listen to his music. Well, you listen to his songs. Maybe that song was meant for a man. Right. But you're not thinking about it that way. You're like, nah, like it's a good love song. Cause you got to take yourself out of their head. You not, you not him. Like he's in jail. He's suffering for what, like for what he did. And that's what it needs to happen. But did the man make good music? Yeah. Like people are, but you still, you still paying him. He in jail. Call it putting money on his books. I don't know. Like he in jail. Like it's not like he. I am technically not paying him, but, but I, I give. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm yeah. not. I'm not paying. But people, certain people that get so involved in the hype, do that. Like oh, but you, you still supporting them, and that means you support it. Like no, it don't. I support good music. That's what I support. Like everything that he did and was accused of and found guilty of, he's in jail for. Like. Justice is served. So, yeah. If the song comes, it's too, it's like if you like, and I, and I don't think a lot of people understand when they, and it's a part of this, uh, so quote unquote, cancel culture that they have now to where if it's, if it's wrong in anybody's eyes, we got to cancel this person's whole meaning of being. Like, we got to cancel everything. Like, it doesn't matter when it came out. Like Bill Cosby, they canceled this shows and everything. Like off the air, even though he was all of the shows was wholesome, wholesome. You know what I mean about raising families. I know me as a uh, as a black male, I grew up on a lot of Cosby shows and learned a lot of stuff from watching the shows. But it got canceled, and I get it. I get it. You uh, a celebrity got accused for something very, very, uh, I can't even think of the right word to use. Like, it's, it's, it's tragic, it's bad, it's sad, it's crazy. It's like, you don't want to hear about that, especially abuse and kids. And, and it doesn't matter if you got a consent, whatever the case may be, these are still kids, these are children. And you was doing these different things to these children. Yes, you're wrong. But at the same time, bro, I'm not condoning any of that, but you make good music. If if your song come on 92.1, which I doubt any of it is, but let's say they're just playing old schools one night and they let that slide. I'm like, bro, I haven't heard this in years. Turn it up. Like, I'm still going to listen to his music. Like, and that, that has nothing to do with condoning his actions as a man. His actions as a man got him in jail, and that's where he at. That's where he need to be at. But the music that he made, 
Let that roll. Because as far as I know, I don't know if R. Kelly even got his master. So probably not getting no cheese. The thing is, the thing the thing I would add to that is it's kind of hard to, to compare music that is played over the air to TV. Like a lot of people would say, well, they took Bill Cosby's shows off. Well, that's a little bit different because networks pay for pay to syndicate the TV shows, right? So if a TV show is on a particular network, it could be seen as as them being supportive because they have to pay for the rights to play the actual show. You know what I mean? They got to pay to keep the show on. You know what I mean? So that's a little bit different, uh, a little bit different in that sense. The other thing I would say too, to add to your point on, on the music side and people saying like you have to, or you must support it. Well, we can re- really dive into that real deep if y'all want to. We still live in a country where people committed genocide and raped and killed and pillaged another people. Well, we still live here. So if you don't support it, then you should probably, you know what I'm saying? Like you could say that pretty much about anything. Like, you, you know, so it's kind of hard to say that. And then when Jeffrey Epstein went to jail or whatever, People still walk around with Pink and Victoria's Secret and all of that stuff. They didn't stop supporting Victoria's Secret. So it seems to be like one of those double standards to where it's like, well, I like it, so I can still do what I like, but you guys like R. Kelly and you shouldn't be listening to his music. Well, I mean, and it's also different for radio too. You know what I'm saying? Like if if radio radio stations or iHeartRadio or Pandora, if they're still playing R. Kelly's music, well, did they pay for the right to, to use the music or did, did they, is it just coming off, playing off of an algorithm of all of the music in a specific library? Like we, we don't really know um, how, well, they know how it works and probably somebody does. And if you know, educate me, please. But you know what I'm saying? So, and, and then you don't really see these people either. You know what I mean? So like, it's not like you see, you, you, you see Bill Cosby on the TV or you see Roseanne on the TV every day and you have to explain to your kids like, well, that's the guy who drugged women or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's, 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 it's a little bit different with TV. It seems to be with radio because you can actually see the person too. Um, but yeah, man, we got to be careful about um, telling other people what they support just based off of what they listen to or watch or whatever. Specifically, specifically speaking, like, so my dad uh, is a big big music fan or whatever and i don't hear him listen listening to r kelly for the record but if he was to buy all of art had bought all of r kelly's records back when they came out you know what i mean like now is he supposed to throw away his money because he doesn't doesn't listen to r kelly anymore or you know you know what i'm saying so we can't really tell people what to do with what what they we can't really tell people what to do with whatever they got going on but um I would just say we I would just say we really got to be careful with trying to push um, ideas onto people like, oh, we don't support him. So you shouldn't support him either. We're not supporting him. Nobody's supporting what he did or what he has done. If you choose not to listen to his music, I mean, you choose not to listen to his music. I personally haven't played an R. Kelly uh, record. Um you know what I mean? Since everything started happening, but if it comes on, am I just gonna go rush to the radio to cut it off if I'm cooking or something? Probably not. Um, so I would just ask, you know, for a little bit of deference because I mean, well, really, I don't need no deference. I don't care. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't care. I'm gonna listen to what I want to listen to. Y'all still listening to the national anthem too? After what they did, they changed it. But I mean, come on, bro. You can't really have a double standard on what people can listen to, or what people can do. 
because when it's something that you like, and I'm not saying you e, but you know, other people or whoever it may be, whoever's telling you, you won't get rid of what you like because of what somebody did. You'll just be like, oh, well, well, I'll just listen to it at home or whatever. So um, like I said, I personally haven't listened to much R. Kelly. Um, I'm not going to sue somebody or get all up in people's faces because they do. Um, like I said, there's plenty of things out there that we as a people, as, as society still support that um, that shouldn't be supported. You know, that the society would say that we shouldn't support if they're saying we shouldn't support R. Kelly. So basically what I'm saying is, is what I said before. You know what I mean? Like if, like I said with Jeffrey Epstein, like people are still wearing Victoria's Secret. Gucci had blackface. People are still buying Gucci. You know what I mean? People are still buying Burberry and all of this stuff who, who have racist symbolism behind them. So if you can tell me not to listen to R. Kelly, then why are you still wearing Gucci? Why are you still wearing Burberry? Why are you still singing these nationalist songs? You know what I mean? Not necessarily nationalist in the good sense, but nationalist in a bad sense where I agree. It's racist music, man. Come on now. Let's just call it what it is. Racist yeah. things that symbolize racism or, or police brutality against um, minorities and stuff like that. So if you can support those things, then leave us alone. Yeah. And I, I agree. And can you hear me? Okay. Uh, I was having a little, <laughs> had to do shooting on the fly, but, um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and that's part of basically what I was saying. It's just the fact of, and I, I had a, I probably need to bring it back, but uh, season one is when a Gucci did the blackface, like a uh, first class po uh, podcast with season one. We had talked about that and we was talking about some of these trends and songs and anthem and all of these things that's going on that people are still being a part of. Like, and basically you, you summed it up, you summed it up well. Like if you're still doing all of this, you're not about to tell me who and who I can't listen to based off of a personal choice like like you said have i went and actually like like you know what i'm about to go play for play no but if i'm having it is sweetest day coming up and if that crosses my mind i'm gonna play it with <laughs> with with no question in my mind i'm trying to set a mood here <laughs> for a grown woman <laughs> hey my wife what yeah sweetest day uh, what seems like you're ready right it's too many bangers but whatever everybody that that's falling in that little trap and just being on that whatever keep being mouse uh mice in the race <laughs> like just keep being mice in the race like yeah like uh, i said and, i don't personally point. listen to it but i mean it's not because it's not because i just never like i don't I personally don't own any R. Kelly's albums. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's he does he make good music? Yeah, I heard some good R. Kelly songs. I personally am not the biggest R. Kelly fan. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing. And two, yeah, like as soon as I heard what he did, I'm like, oh yeah, he definitely scratched. Like, but I, I wasn't necessarily invested anyway. You know what I mean? So it's easy for me to say, like, oh, uh, you know what I mean? I don't own none of his records, so I don't have nothing to throw away. I don't have to play none of them. I don't he, his music doesn't come to mind to me. You know what I mean? Now, back in the right. G, when I was in high school and feeling on your booty was coming out, yeah, of course. I'm walking around, you know what I'm saying? We going to school, we clowning. 
but but I'm, you know what I mean? Like I think of, I think of other music. Like I'm the type of person like yeah. I will I will play some Luther Vandross. I will play, you know what I mean, Prince. You know what I'm saying? I, that's me. Like I listen to that kind of stuff before I put on R. Kelly. But the fact of the matter is, is that I mean, we listen to we subjected to a lot of stuff that we shouldn't necessarily be subjected to in society from uh from a, a racism perspective that would trump me worrying about whether or not somebody listening to R. Kelly. Okay. That's period. Like I'm, I'm worried about that right. stuff more than I'm worried about whether or not you listen to R. Kelly. So once we can solve those problems, I will free be free to debate R. Kelly with anybody who say we shouldn't listen to him. So uh, y'all hit me up when we when we get racial justice and we can talk about that other stuff. You think <laughs> I got I got time? So if you want to debate, I got time today. Right. Just hit me up and we can debate as long as I got time. Nah, I'm just messing with y'all. Right. <laughs> just just come still you do that. <laughs> Oh, we can be respectfully distanced, man. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, man. But, but that's that, man. So yeah, man, we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. We shouldn't really be in, interjecting our opinions about right. um, that kind of stuff on other people when it's not necessarily imp- that that important in the grand scheme of society. So that's my opinion on that. Um, moving along. I wanted to touch on a versus battle because they did something interesting this week. They posted a black, uh, like a shadowy picture of two figures and said, can you guess who's next? And it, it just was, it was strange first. Cause I'm like, why would they post this or whatever? And you know what I'm saying? People was joking in the comments as they normally do. And then I thought about it. Like I saw big daddy Kane with uh, J Cole you know what I mean? And I see him always like doing these interviews or whatever. What if that's Big Daddy Kane on this side? And then I, I'm scrolling up the thing or whatever. I'm like, who is this dude in a hat? And somebody put Big Daddy Kane in KRS-One. So I, I was like, man, that would be a hell of a, hell of a versus just to hear. I love KRS-One, first of all. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to just put that out there. Uh, I still be listening to uh, him and Boogie Down Productions. Uh, so, But anyway, you know what I'm saying? So Though, though, that type of music, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to hear that in the verses. I just wanted to see if you saw it and what was your thoughts on that uh, picture, if you saw it? Uh, I didn't. I'm kind of, I tried to, like, scroll real quick to see if I can, if I can catch the visual that you're talking about on, on the internet real quick. But I really, and nothing really popped up for me. So I did not see that. Uh of course, the Ja Rule and, and uh, Fat Joe that popped up. I don't know. Nah, I really didn't see who was next. So I didn't see that same photo. Yeah, they, they did like a little guess. Who do you think you was who talking about? But I, I do know that they do have a lot of people lined up. Yeah. Said so what? My fault. Oh, no, no. I just said, yeah, they did. They did a thing. They just put like, do you think you can guess who's next or who would you want to be next type thing? And they just put a picture up or whatever. I should have sent it to you, but I was thinking like, <laughs> ah, he probably... He probably saw it, and if he didn't see it, you know, whatever. It ain't that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I didn't see it, but if it if it is, uh, you said KRS one and, and, yeah, and Big who? Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. Man, one that'd be dope. Two, I'm going for Big Daddy Kane. Three, Big Daddy Kane just did a freestyle not too long ago, I think on LA Leakers, and it was fire. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like KRS one. Karis one's delivery for me has always just been weird and 
I'm not a huge fan of his. Like, is he a great? Is he a legend? Yes. Yes. I agree to all of that. But if I like a put Harris one above it, nah. Like, I'm going to take Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane, delivery style. And it was back in the G. Like, yo, you you pulling out the, for that versus you pulling out the, on the young side, our age, 34 and up crowd. Like, you pulling out the, 38 to 40s, people in their yep. late 40s, early 50s. You pull one out. Those hip-hop heads, like, those, that's when hip-hop was hip-hop. So, like, me, if that's the next one, I'm watching because I know for a fact, I know for a fact that I'm going to get more knowledge about hip-hop just watching that versus battle than I've gotten in the last 10 years. Yeah, like you know, facts. I, I'm gonna be sitting down like a little kid because I'm a hip hop historian, boy. I'll be watching all the hip hop stuff. <laughs> I need to go <laughs> doing it and performing back in the day and, and listening to KRS one heavily and hearing Big Daddy Kane. You know what I mean? I like, I remember going to the record shops with my dad, my biological father, and we uh, he used to get the tapes. You know what I mean? I had a I had a turntable with an eight track player and a tape cassette player in it with the CD on the side, like, bro. They hooked the speakers like out to this day, you know what I mean? If people was to come in my house, they'd be like, Man, this dude crazy with this music setup. But <laughs> that's this is what I do. So I'm gonna be sitting down looking like a kid in the candy store because I love KRS one first off. He goaded to me, and then Big Daddy Kane was my favorite rapper's favorite rapper. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. I would be hyped. Now, like I said, I'm gonna be sitting down the same way, but it's just like I said, like offhand. Like my my pops didn't he really didn't listen to them. He didn't listen to the KRS ones and the Big Daddy Kings. He really wasn't a really a rap fan. Like Pops was more uh Rick James in them, you know what I mean? That that's pop, you know what I'm saying? I'm li- I'm listening to uh, the Temptations and you know what I mean? Don't get me started, mm-hmm. but uh but I had a lot of older cousins mm-hmm. that on the big daddy kings the KRS, and then just me being in love with music and trying to learn the history with just some of the things that came out over the years uh you know what i mean got me involved but it might only be a handful of songs both of them that i just automatically know when i hear them. right you feel me but it's the rest is like for me it's the rest of the track list it's the things that Oh, I've never heard this. Like what? Like, like this was in your collection? Like, you know what I mean? Just like the rest of that here, uh, just the rest of that history. And it's like, damn, okay. Y'all pulling out all the stops. Cause you know, if they do a versus battle, they might, if they got something new, like you said, Karis one dropped the, I mean Karis one, you said Big Daddy Kane dropped the freestyle. So he might have some. You know, saying some new lyrics, some new stuff written down, maybe. But I, I really believe if that's the type of verses they're gonna do, it's gonna be an all old school night, man. They, they pulling, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they knocking dust off of some albums, right? Hey, and just, I don't know, like that, that'd be a dope one to watch. That, if that's the next one, which I, I kind of hope it is. Now that you done brought it up, now if it ain't, I'm gonna call you. <laughs> you lied to me, bro. 
I just looked at it like, man, I was, I was like, he been all over the place, man. I think it's going to be him because it's a dude with a box, like a young looking picture, but it's dude with a box. So then it's a dude with a hat like KRS-One used to wear. So I'm like, that's KRS-One, bro. I was like, dude, right. Whoever in the comments was right. <laughs> like, But anyway, that'd be cool, man. But it's it's a whole bunch of things. It's, it's just so much cool stuff about that. And that's why I kind of keep bringing it up because it kind of helped me get through that pandemic too. I mean, we still look kind of in the pandemic, but through the heart of the pandemic, it was cool to see, you know what I'm saying, people get up there and perform. Now, we had a couple shakies, like a couple ones that it was like, ah, you know, <laughs> in the, in the, like, nah, bro, that ain't it. A couple moments in, in the actual verses for, for people that I like. I was to. like, nah, bro. But then we had some fire moments, too. Like, I think even Ja Rules and uh, Fat Joes, I'm like, bro, this shit fun, bro. Like, they doing all the hits, all the cuts. Everybody coming up, like you know what I'm saying. I'm like, this is what it's supposed to be like. I seen the highlights of that. I did not. I did not get it. Like I wasn't. I heard about it, but I really wasn't as hyped for it. So I had seen a couple of highlights, like posting on social media and everything like that. But other than that, I actually didn't watch that one. Last one that I actually watched all the way through was the. Uh, was the uh, locks and dip set. That was the last one I watched all the way through. Yeah, that one was extra fire. JD Kiss did what I thought he was going to do on that one, but y'all know that already. Me too. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, man, so I don't know. That's a that's a pretty fun thing, man. Uh, I just thought it was pretty cool that they brought that up, and if they bring some old schools back, that would be nice too, especially if we can get Rock Kim up there. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But whatever, it's a whole bunch of people they can bring up there. I'll just put my wish list out there. Um. Anyway, moving along, we did the sports entertainment. Now it's time for the extra shit. <laughs> Our extra shit today is just telling y'all what we've been up to. Uh, so no, nothing outside of the ordinary, man. We just got a lot of fun things going on, a lot of stuff coming up, a lot of shows, um, concepts, and things like that. So we just wanted to kind of bring those things to your attention. Um, I'm going to just start off by saying, uh, we we have started the four three podcast. He mentioned earlier with our brothers, uh, Scoots Bronson, JD Oracle, S. Dot Foster. We talk about um, all things football, so college football. If somebody comes up with a high school anecdote or something like that, we talk about that stuff on there. It's funny, you know what I'm saying? All of us get in there. We talk some trash from time to time, every time. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? If you want to hear something about some some sports, you specifically want to hear about football. And you know what I'm saying? A little bit more in a concise manner or whatever, you can head over there, get you some uh get you some football knowledge. We cover all football. Um, so check us out on the four three podcast every Wednesday. We go live at around six thirty-ish. So uh check us out. All right, E, what you got? What else you got going on, bro? All right, not just playing. Uh I've been overall, man, I've been one of my goals for the last two years has been trying to get my hands in a lot of different things. Um, so I've started the t-shirt business uh, for the people that's watching. If this is a view, this is one of the t-shirts that I made that I'm rocking right now. It's not, uh, it's not crazy. It's fantasy football. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's a, it's a football. I, I got a, the, the merchandise up that I also make out in my home. Also, I've done uh, made some shirts for people's personal logos and things like that over the last couple of months. Like uh, Siege Men, 
mentioned a different podcast. If you actually know and follow me, I am the host of First Class Podcast. So now you can catch me on the C Podcast. Welcome back to this. You know what I mean? It's glad to be back. So I'm also a co-host on here. And then I'm a part, uh, also a part of the panel of the 4-3 podcast as well. Uh, we've been doing that. I also got the beard oils and products that's rolling around. I also have a t-shirt merchandise for that as well. Uh, like I said, I just got my hands in a lot of stuff. Um, as far as podcast-wise, first class, uh, open up uh, some subscriptions. Uh, it's a, a subscription base trying to add new exciting content for the subscribers and get more interviews in a lot more people been hitting me up trying to sit down or come talk to us and, and be on the pod with us on that uh uh it's been a lot of things going on man i'm, I'm excited man it's 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 you know a little past mid-year but things are picking up and uh in a big way, man. We it's a lot, a lot of content that that me, myself, Steve, uh, and a couple of our podcast counterparts are producing right now, man. We're all on multiple different shows. He mentioned some of the names: Bronson, Estar Foster. Uh, I don't got JD's tag memorized. Uh, JD Oracle DDS, I think. Yes. Okay, that's JD's. Uh. Uh, JD Oracle underscore DDS. Oh, okay. So that's his tag. Uh, like, you know, oh, and it's just crazy how things work, man, how things kind of position. Like, I think you're four years into the podcasting game, right? Sure, probably engineering, I'm probably longer than that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, Engin- engineering. I know you're longer than that, but just just the podcasting game. The podcast probably about four, four five. Yeah, about four years. Mark, Mark, uh, Mark, about four years. I think S dot might be about five years. I think he a little bit yeah, longer than longer. Mark. I think. I think he a little bit longer than us. Yeah. Uh, JD, I'm really not too sure, but he he's writing for people. Like it's a it's a lot of power people that we're involved with right now and what's going on and 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 it's a lot of black podcasters uh urban podcasters however you want to call it or mention it or whatever and everybody's doing things we got our own and we're coming together on different shows bringing different topics bringing different content it's a lot of stuff going on i know jd just started uh, i think his merchandise I, like I said, I got my merchandise, the beard oils. I think uh, school to them is is trying to bring back some merchandise coming pretty soon. I know you got some things going on as far as merchandise coming up pretty soon. Everybody's been working, man, and I like to see it, man, and it's good to be a part of it. Um, I think personally with us all and what's going on is that we're just going to keep better, getting better with time and just be on the lookout for all those things and actually with first class podcast i got a new a new episode out right now currently uh it's called uh who do you run to so check that out man i'm on seven different platforms anchor spotify google podcast those are the three major ones a lot of people check out so go ahead and download it check it out uh like subscribe leave comments you know voice messages whatever the case may be to help us keep rocking, go ahead and check.
that's pretty much all I got. Like I, I think I, I at a total, we all been kind of busy. <laughs> we all been real busy <laughs> lately. He said I got fifty things going on, but that's pretty much it, my guy. <laughs> I mean, it ain't fifty. It's like it's really only like three. It's like five. But yeah, but it's but know. it's good to have those things. You know what I'm saying? That we passionate about. You know what I'm saying? That we could do, and it's good to come together on these things with our brothers. You know what I'm saying? People that we done came across and became brothers with, that kind of stuff. Um, me, I'm just happy to be back doing this again. Um, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, too, um, with uh, helping people with websites and consulting and helping people um, market those websites and stuff like that. So that's one of the things I've been doing kind of behind the scenes when I'm not doing this. Um you know, algorithms and SEO and all that boring stuff that y'all probably think is boring, but I love to do. Uh, <laughs> so that's one of the things. Um, bringing back the Link Podcast, man, that's my baby. Um, I've been getting hit up about bringing that back. It's been almost a year since I did the last episode. So I'm going to probably bring that back this upcoming week. So check out the Link Podcast. I try to link people, link y'all with people who are doing great things around y'all. But right now, we linking, we linking up together. You know what I'm saying? And pun intended, me and my brothers is linking up uh, to do our stuff. Like we mentioned, the 4-3 podcast. Check that out Wednesdays at 3.30. We do that live. We'll probably start doing this show live um, at some point in the future. Um, but that's coming. Um, then we got, what else I got going on? Merchandise. You said merchandise. Yeah, y'all start seeing some uh, custom um, designs back here. Um, I've been working on some designs, handcrafting myself. Well, I laser engrave them and cut them out and do all of that uh, handiwork, you know. So y'all start seeing some stuff behind me here and there when I'm not using green screens. This is not a green screen, but you know, if you want, if you got an event or a podcast or a video that you need done, I can come with the green screen or the black screen or the white, whatever you need. I got you, man. If your media needs, you know what I'm saying. I like to do this. I travel and do it all the time pictures, videos, whatever, podcast engineering, that type of stuff. Um, we also got some skits in concept. Um, what I'm actually trying to do is, is take the, take the audio part of the business, audio part of this, like podcast and all of that, bring some of it to video. But I also want to bring video content as well, make people laugh, just make a whole network or whatever. Um, so that's coming soon. I got to get the name trademarked. I ain't going to tell you all what that is yet until I get it in um, trademark mode. And then I like to use all of my equipment to do other things. So if y'all need something that's engraved or whatever, hit me up. I can We can work something out on that too. Um, yeah, so man, we're just doing a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff going on. Me in particular, just the media stuff coming out with some uh, merchandise here shortly. Uh, starting another business with the stuff that we making or whatever, just to make stuff that y'all can actually use uh, and to bring in another form of income, obviously. So uh, that's what that's what I got going on. So be looking out for uh, the Link Entertainment podcast, which is the Link podcast, specifically branded for the Link Entertainment. We got this podcast that's on the Link Entertainment platform too. This is C Sports Entertainment and Extra She. Just in case you mm -hmm. needed another reminder, um, check out the Four Three podcast, which is um, hosted by Scoots Bronson, and you can catch that on Scoots Bronson TV on YouTube. Like I said, we go live. Um, then um, check out JD Oracle stuff too. He has his own separate network where he does work, uh, podcast working on too, some excellent shows on there. Catch uh, Scoot or Scoots, I'm about to say Scoots again. Uh, <laughs> S. Foster with 28 minutes or less. 
where he, he goes over uh, movies and shows and stuff like that, talks about r- real intricate uh, stuff about movies and shows that you probably have watched or will watch in the future. Real interesting stuff there. I wanted to be specific about that because that's one of my shows I like to listen to, too. That's, uh, that's Viewers Anonymous. Oh, Viewers Anonymous. Yeah, you're, you're right. Viewers Anonymous. 28 Minutes or Less is uh, the one with him and Scoots, ain't it? Nah, Viewers Anonymous is the one with him and Scoots. Okay, I'll be mixing up everybody's stuff, bro. Okay, cool. So viewers anonymous right. is the one that I just yeah, detailed. Doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. So viewers anonymous is the yeah, one I just yeah. detailed. He does That's have the one him and scoots, and then 28 minutes or less is scoots. Is uh just you said 28 minutes or less is who? It's just S dot. Oh, just S dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, so viewers anonymous is the one that I was just talking about where he does the shows. So y'all got that description and then 28 minutes or less is just as that foster. Check out both of those. You can check E out. Um, like he said, first class podcast. He has a page too. Go like the page. It's more than just the podcast stuff on the page. He posts about the beer oil, other people's businesses who, you know, other um, like hair products and stuff like that. Not hair products, but um, salons, stuff like that on there. You'll see stuff like that on his uh, page. Business in general. Yeah. yeah, businesses in general. But I see a lot about the... Um, Salon, I'll let you um, talk about that on first class when they listen. Um, but you know, all that type of stuff. So it's more than just what you see here. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got stuff going on. You'll hear about it. You'll see it. Just go like the pages. Check us out. So uh, speaking of liking pages, where can they find you at? Um, one before I get to liking pages. I know you said you had skits coming on. Can I act? Let me yeah, get my that's, dad. That's, that's coming, bro. That's coming. Just let, me get my dad, just let me get my Denzel on, bro. Like, I ain't even going to say that. Let me get my Michael B. Jordan on. You know what I'm saying? No, just messing around, but not being serious. But anyway, you can also, uh, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. Uh, personally, Eric Carter Jr. It's my straight dove. That's on there. Uh, like T said, we have a business page. I'm 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 a more active on page, which is first class podcast media fan group, media fan page is uh is uh usually what I'm uh most active on, but I also have first class podcast media. That's the actual business page. You can still also hit that up as well. I'm gonna try to be more active on that as well in recent times. Um Instagram first class podcast as well. Uh, we're also on Spotify, First Class Podcast, you know what I mean? Anyone you're looking for is type in First Class Podcast, and that should get you exactly where you need to go. But you can you can catch me on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm not going to the rest of that because that's my social media is personal. That's plan. But now nah, check me out, First Class Podcast, man. We, we're doing big things, man. We're trying to get uh, more things going on. So please... You know, check that out. Like, subscribe, follow, you know, uh, questions, comments. You know, uh, I always love the interaction with the fans, the listeners. Uh, please, you know, get get involved, man. That's what I'm doing this for. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So he said everything. First class podcast. Go check all that stuff out. I'll just reiterate that one more time. Uh, my bad, brothers. S. Dot and Scoots mixing y'all stuff. Well, S. Dot, I mix Joe stuff up. My bad, bro. Uh, We're going to get it right next time when I shout it on on the next episode. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, check me out 
on everything at the link ENT LLC on Facebook is the link entertainment LLC. So go check that stuff out. As soon as I get news on what we doing, I'll post it up there. Like I said, we just really getting back into the swing of things right about now where we got all of this stuff that we're trying to push out that we are brain children that we're trying to push out. So just um, keep checking it out. You'll start seeing more stuff. You'll catch this on on every platform that we have um, right now we're on what nine different platforms uh anything with the link entertainment is nine platforms or more so uh apple podcast google podcast cast box uh pocket cast whatever you know what i'm saying you can go on there and search spotify you can go on there and search it and it should be there if it is not then um shoot us a comment or something on youtube because this will be on youtube too so go shoot us a comment or something and we'll We'll get it up there for you, man. Um, yeah, so check all of that stuff out. The Link Podcast, remember, that is coming back this week as well. Um, that's on all of those same platforms. You won't have a problem looking for that one. Um, and we got some good stuff coming up on that one too, so do check that out. Um, you can catch us on the 4-3, like I said, every Wednesday at 6.30 at this time. Um, so if something changes or whatever, y'all know that as well. Also, the link entertainmentllc.com. I embed every podcast I do on the link entllc.com. Well, the link entertainment.com. So <laughs> check that out and you'll catch all of the podcasts, all of the videos embedded into the site so you could just go to the site and click. So um, yeah, man, anything else you want to say? Let's go Ravens. And uh, Lamar doesn't look bad for a running back. Huh. Facts. Ha. <laughs> you would. You would, try, you, would in, <laughs> you would in the show <laughs> talking about uh, facts. <laughs> I got to. Man. Come on, baby. <laughs> outside, of, outside of nursing these allergies that I got going on, man, I'm going to just go ahead and say, again, link entertainment, LLC. Dot com check us out go check first first class podcasts out 28 minutes yes, sir yours anonymous 43 podcast check it out or you lame and give us five star rating or you hate facts and we out peace <laughs>